Hey folks, it's Seb here. Thanks so much for tuning in. Before we get started, I would just like to acknowledge that this podcast is created, recorded, and distributed on the land of the Kulin Nations, and I pay respect to elders past, present, and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. Thanks, y'all. Hope you enjoy the show. Hello, hello, and good morning. This is, I really don't have much to say, the podcast where I apparently speak in three different accents a minute. Um, No, this is the podcast where I talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. And that saying is particularly apt because I am probably going to do something that I have not done before in this podcast yet. And that is talk about, like, argue something talk about something that I'm passionate about but genuinely genuinely passionate about I mean I'm genuinely passionate about about everything that I've said on this podcast I stand by every single word that has left my mouth every single word um you know I I, everything that comes out of my mouth is pure gold at all times but you know usually what I'm saying is kind of satire or what I'm saying there's it's laced with like just a smidge of you know umfy dumfy that 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 doesn't make sense but you know it's a bit camp what I'm saying well you know Shrek 2 is not an opinion that I would like it's not my platform for presidency is it Shrek 2 I mean it should be because y'all bitches are fucking annoying but it's not it's not like you know um, but this is like a serious current political world issue um, that I'm going to talk about. And as you can tell by the title of this podcast episode, you know, it's it's a very serious issue. Um, and I've actually been wanting to make a podcast about this for a while, actually. Um, for a while, I really wanted to talk about vaccine hesitancy. Um, and I will... Uh, I've, it's part of the title too, vaccine hesitancy. So I've I've slotted it in. That's hard to say. Slotted it in. Slotted it in. Slotted it in. Um, So I will, like, talk about it at the end. But, you know. um, And for all the reasons that I will talk about. But, you know. I I think that there's a difference between being anti-vax and being hesitant when it comes to vaccines. And I think that a lot of people who point the finger at people who, you know, have hang-ups about the vaccine, the COVID vaccine, I mean, who are hesitant to get it, you know, when there are completely valid reasons and the core root of the issue, those people that are pointing the finger, they, they don't address that. They don't ever even acknowledge, you know, that. Anyway, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. I, I will get to this... Um, at the end, but I think it's it's very very important conversation that needs to be had. Um, anyway, so what spawned this conversation that we're going to have? Um, well, I'm I'm talking at you, aren't I? This isn't really a conversation that we're having. I'm talking at you, but you know what spawns this um, monologue monologue um, is I have been seeing. So 
so many people on my Instagram story. This is basically a call out post. Um, so many, you know, people on Instagram putting on their stories, posting pictures of them at like music festivals, live music festivals in the now, in present day, current day society in 2022, them at festivals, them at crowded gatherings, them going to, them going to a crowded restaurant, then to a crowded movie theater, then to a club all within the span of six hours. Like there, there have been so many people have been doing that. And as someone who has not left their house in like three months, that is very worrying to me. That is very worrying to me. Um, and because what we're seeing is the people who were sharing cute, you know, Hello Kitty infographics on their Instagram story like six months ago about like, oh, get the vaccine, come on, do your bit for COVID safety. They've now regressed into essentially the white liberals that they are. Because let's be honest, it's predominantly white liberals. I won't even narrow it down to cishead white liberals because the amount of fagotis I have seen these fucking rat, these rats, these ratty gays at these music festivals. And, you know, we'll get into this, but I cannot even like fathom you know, risking my life and the lives of others around me and the lives of predominantly disabled people in my life, disabled and elderly people. Um, I can just cannot fathom risking my life just so I can do MDMA with a bunch of sweaty, you know, strangers that are just like grinding up on me. And well, I mean, the grinding part is actually very alluring. I will admit that, but you know, I just cannot, I just cannot fathom that. Um, I've, I've been to a music festival. I have, it might shock some people, some listeners, but I've actually been to a music festival and no, it was not by the MSO. It was, um, Lizzo, FOMO 2020, right before, right before COVID hit. I remember COVID was circulating in the news about, it was just in China at that point, you know? So it was in like, it was like the 6th of January, maybe like the 10th or, I don't know. It was very early January, 2020 went to see Lizzo. She was amazing. I stood in a mosh pit for like four hours just to see Lizzo. And I, I regret nothing. I got, you know, um, I'm pretty, I like almost got heat stroke. Um, you know, I'm someone who is sipping on water every five minutes. I'm, I'm the most like hydrated bitch on the planet. Um, and the fact that I stood in like in the sun to see, you know, it was, but it was also simultaneously one of the best days of my life. And, you know, I think about it often. It was so amazing. Um, and so, like, I kind of get that. I kind of, you know, I, I to some extent, I empathize with people who are like, oh, I just want to go to a music festival again. It's been two years. Oh. It's kind of like um, child meets Alaska playing May West. Oh, how do you do? I just want to go to a music festival. See? Anyway, um... Yeah, so, but I truly, like, all that we've been through as a society, as a collective whole, and a collective whole, that's what they call me down at the, down at the, I was about to say Jamba Juice, no, <laughs> down at the, um, at the glory hole, in it. That's what they call me down at Yaya's, but I wouldn't, but actually that's not what they called me at down at Yaya's, because I've not been fucking clubbing in a fucking pandemic. Anyway, <sighs> let's get, okay, so... I think it's just truly insanity. Now, there there are multiple different brands of insanity. There is like actual insan like mental 
illness, insanity. I mean, you know, I hesitate to use the word, but you know, there's like that sort of branded insanity. Then there's like fun insanity. There's like, you know, me being unhinged on my Instagram stories at like 3am and posting like abstract avant-garde memes and stuff. There's that brand of insanity that's kind of we're here for. But we're not, what we're not here for is dumb poo-poo heads um, disregarding common sense and like COVID safety guidelines, you know. The COVID safety guidelines that we as a society have like agreed upon within like the first year of the pandemic. I don't care what the government says now. Um, those are the, them's the rules. Them's the rules that we set. You know, by those rules, people are being insane and like doing dumb shit. So, um, it's 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 weird. It's it took me. A, I mean, on one hand, I shouldn't have been surprised that you know people I would classify as white liberals um, or you know, my least favorite, the democratic socialist. Oh my fucking God. Just call yourself. I much prefer, I much prefer, (laughs) I much prefer like a conservative hillbilly, you know, person than like a fucking democratic socialist or like some, someone who's like trying to like centrify the left, like go literally go, um, Literally go away. Go away. You're meanie. And I hate you. Go away. Um, I don't want to play with you at recess anymore. Um, but, um, yeah, it's weird. Because, like, it's it's weird seeing people... Bottom line, it's weird seeing people who six months ago were, you know, forcing the vaccine down people's throats... And, you know, there's probably a better way to say that. And that sounds anti-vax, but I'm not. I'm not. Um, but that's, you know, that that would, forcing the vaccine down people's throats, I was like, you know what, I I, I get it. I, I agree with that, sure. That, you know, but they, they that's what they, you know, people will like, just get the vaccine, just get the vaccine, get everyone vaccinated, and then we will reach the oasis. We will reach heaven and we'll never have to worry about anything ever again. That was kind of the approach that people were put, put, putting out. You know, six months ago, that's what people were doing. Just get vaccinated, vaccinated, vaccinated. Just do your bit. Just do your bit for COVID safety because, you know, that was the impression that we had getting the most people vaccinated ever uh, i can't speak at the moment but getting lots of people vaccinated getting our population vaccinated will stop the spread will stop the spread that's all you know for the children you know wandavision that's all for to stop the spread and so it's so insane to me to see those exact same people those exact same people now out in the clubs now out at the music festivals, now out at crowded restaurants, indoors with like 20 of their friends, all maskless. It's insane. It's, my brain still hasn't fully processed that. It's so insane to me and not a good insane, not a good, bad insane, bad insane, really bad. Um, It's just so cuckoo kaka insano. I cannot even process it. And I think that you know, because I, yeah, I have not, I mean, in between the lockdowns, I have enjoyed myself. I mean, I haven't gone fucking berserk. I've had maybe one or two brunches a week. But, um, you know, in between the lockdowns, when we were having like maybe one new case a day, kind of, that that's that's the vibe. Them's the vibes. Um, but in the past, like, you know, 
really since like August, since that lockdown, that huge lockdown, you know, since having my second birthday that I haven't been able to celebrate, um, you know, I haven't really gone out, you know, I haven't really, because I mean, let's go back, you know, the government kind of preemptively, um, took away that lockdown and those restrictions because we reached the vaccine mark, you know, um, and there was all this, you know, joy, all this hurrah, all the locals were out with their, everyone celebrating. And I was sitting here like, okay, vaccine can only do so much. Vaccine, vaccine can only do so much. Vaccine can only do so much, babes. Um, you know, and that's kind of, it's, it's bizarre because, you know, in my mind, and this should be in everyone's mind because it's, it's A, B, fucking C. This isn't like, you know, this isn't like some like Greek alphabet Egyptian letters thing. This is, this is A, B, C. This is so easy. Um, vaccines plus masks plus hand sand and washing your hands plus all of the protocols all of the things that we were doing to stop the spread is our best approach to this whole situation that's our best approach you know i still wear masks outside when i'm walking around if there are people i mean you know if there's nobody on the street that i'm walking on i'll take it off but if there if i'm walking and there are you know there's people around and, you know, people are, uh, I was about to say people are passing me by, but I mean, I'm a gay person. I, I walk at like 300 kilometers an hour when I'm passing people by, you know, um, you know, there's, I, I put my mask on because, you know, even a small chance, even a small chance I cannot take, you know, and I, I've been hand sanding. I, I've worn gloves on occasion you know, and that, you know, people have brought up, well, gloves, you know, you're still spreading, but you know, I'm protecting myself as well. It's an extra layer. And I also do hand sand my gloves. It's, I see, I have a special brand of insanity that is my Aquarius rising. And, but that insanity is just doesn't harm people. The insanity of going to, I'm reiterating the same point over and over again. It's, um, but it, you know, it's, it makes about as much sense as NFTs do. Really, really. The people who, who are, you know, six months ago to now, clubs, music festivals, it makes about the same sense as NFTs do. It really does. And it really pisses me off because, you know, me and like so many other people have been taking the pandemic seriously. Predominantly disabled people, elderly people, people with quote-unquote pre-existing conditions, you know, people who truly their life is in danger, have been taking this pandemic seriously. And it became clear to me that all of y'all are just, you know, y'all being, you know, not my listen, not my listeners, because my listeners know better. But, you know, all of y'all who are, you know, going out clubbing in December 2021 when there's, you know, there, there were people going to music festivals, um, over Christmas, over around Christmas and like New Year's when we had, which was when we've had our biggest, you know, our records were broken for Victoria cases. You know, we were getting 30,000 new cases a day. It was fucking insane. Um, you know, y'all, y'all, I point my finger at you now, y'all, 
you are not taking this seriously and you are only taking this pandemic seriously for a show for some sort of show you only wanted to pretend that you cared about immunocompromised people and disabled people for for a minute so we can go oh okay that person cares they're a good one we can trust them and then you can switch around and go to your fucking music festival just so you can see fucking brockham I, I don't even know some fucking annoying twat like it it's it makes me angry and i get that you know and i I'm not pointing the blame at like everyone who leaves their house. That's not what I'm doing. You know, I understand that, you know, there are people who are working minimum wage jobs, people have to work and in retail and like, you know, service industry, it's, you know, my, my heart and sympathy really goes out to you because, oh my God, it's so tough right now. Um, and it's been tough for two, it's tough. It's the, you know, one of the most exploited, exploitative fucked up industries, even without COVID, um, and so, you know, but on the, uh, yeah, on that same, on that note, you know, restaurants, restaurants. Now, now I will not criticize if you're at a very, very socially distanced brunch, outside seating, tables are very spaced away. There's only two of you, like you and one friend that I'm like, uh, I mean, I personally wouldn't right now. Um, keep in mind, I'm recording this on the 31st of Jan and it'll be released in a few weeks. So I don't know what the state of the world will be like then, but you know, I, I, I don't, you know, not, that's not for me right now. That's personally not for me, but like, I won't criticize that, but there are people who are going out in like groups of 10 people, groups of seven, 10, 15 people to have these big indoor food omnoms, you know, eating, um, and you know, they're like, oh no, you know, we'll, 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 we'll be careful, you know, we'll be careful. We're all vaxxed. We're all vaxxed. So nothing can go wrong ever with that, A, eh? Nothing can go wrong and we'll bring masks. But what happens? You take off the mask. The second you sit down, you talk to all the waiters with maskless, you know, um, and they have to be there doing the fucking eight hour shift in a mask, sweating their fucking ass off um, just to serve you ignorant bitches i hate it i hate it i hate 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 it it's it's like a new form of um of i'm um, being rude to to servers and being rude to people in the service industry um and, and in like retail it's the new form of that it's you know you're not you're not going on a quote-unquote karen rant side note hate the way that karen was memed when there's a serious conversation to be had about white womanhood and white supremacy and how white women often weaponize their white, you know, the, the vic, the, they play the victim card um, and weaponize their fem, the suppressed, you know, innocent white femininity just to get black people killed. Um, that's a whole serious conversation to have, but um, you know, they're, they're not quote unquote carrying out, but you're fucking like, focusing all of your air from your like insides towards someone who doesn't want to be there who has to do this to fucking pay their rent like it's just so fucking bizarre to me i hate it and i think what what is at the crux of this is this very core complacency and entitlement um that is is not unique to australians but i think 
it is very Australian to be complacent and to be entitled. And in fact, it is my least favorite quality about what white Australia and Austra- the you know Australians. I hate. I absolutely loathe with every bone in my body this fucking complacency and entitlement that white Australians have. You know, this idea that, oh, no, we can't change, we can't do better um, because what we've got is good. Why can't you just submit to what we've got is good right now? You know, this idea that, you know, because these people aren't, you know, risking getting COVID and infecting everyone around them for a quote-unquote good cause. Like, they're not, like, in the laboratories trying to cure cancer together, you know, or, like, trying to... You know, there is no good cause. It's a bunch of annoying people who are just really, really want to go out to a concert to listen to the worst music that you've ever heard. It's It's just that. It's just that. It's a bunch of people who just want to cling on to their old life that they haven't had for two years, and I empathize with that. We have all made sacrifices. But, you know, there's this entitlement that the lives of people around you, of yourself potentially, just because you're vaccinated, does. there have been so many, you know, every day on Twitter, there's a new thread, you know, that's gone viral of someone saying... My husband was vaccinated, he was boosted, and he still died of COVID. And this is my story. And it's heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking because a lot of these are people who have done everything right for two years. But, you know, there's this there's this idea that is coupled with this, you know, because I'm seeing this predominantly a lot with, you know, that this can be said about all generations of people, but this I've seen this a lot with my generation of young people, 20-somethings, you know, there's it's coupled with this ignorant idea that you're fearless, which I think a lot of young people have. I think it's a quintessential young person trait, and I get that. But y'all need to grow the fuck up. Y'all need to grow the fuck up now, because you are not fearless. You are not invincible. Invincible. That's what I was the word I was looking for. Invincibility. You are not invincible. Um, you know, you can. And you will. I mean, first of all, I'm I'm not about COVID shaming. If you get COVID, that sucks, and I'm sorry. But I will COVID shame you hoes, because I, you know, the Venn diagram of people, of annoying people going to clubs, going to festivals, going to all of this during our biggest, you know, Victoria's biggest surge of COVID, um, and people who then, a few days later, posting to, to their story... Only gorgeous girls get COVID. Only hot people get COVID. Moving on. Moving on. Because I literally... I There are not enough swear words in the English language for me to describe how absolutely, absolutely idiotic those people are. Absolutely. And, you know, again, I'm also not about um, intellect... In, you know, intellectuality shaming. I'm not about, you know, saying people are dumb and stupid. But y'all are dumb. Y'all are fucking dumb. Y'all are fucking dumb as mud. Y'all are fucking dumb as shit. And I can't stand it. I cannot stand it. This entitlement and this complacency has to go. Again, it is not uniquely Australian, but it is 
so Australian. It is so Australian to be like, I just, you know, because I mean, you know, we all grew up, you know, with our, with that racist family member, older family member, that racist uncle, that racist aunt, that, you know, racist parent, God forbid, um, who just like, you know, it's the same mentality. It's kind of the same slash similar mentality to like, oh, you know, we don't want immigrants in our fucking country because I'm entitled to, we're entitled, entitled to immigrants not stealing our jobs. We're entitled to our jobs. We're entitled to white people, um, you know, having jobs and they can't take away our jobs. It's kind of that same mentality. It's that same entitlement where y'all are like, you know what? I want these group, this group of people being disabled people, elderly people, people who are, you know, quote unquote, pre-existing additions. Um, I want these people to suffer just so I can go, what sorry just just so you can go to yaya's each week just so you can go to a music festival each week that is so uh 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 okay i've got to move on because i've beat this um point to death um the truly just like this whole conversation is just yala serena charger on season season five and i am detox saying i've had it officially that's this entire conversation. Um, but I mean, and now let's, let's, I'm going to transition into vaccine hesitancy because this is all linked. This is all linked. Um, and I'm going to say a statement that some bitches will take offense to, um, and will want to point the finger at me at, but there are valid reasons to be hesitant towards getting the vaccine. There are valid reasons. Um, you know, I think a lot of, particularly a lot of, it's kind of been framed as like young people are really pro the vaccine, older people, you know, people from older generations are really anti the vaccine and stuff. And it's been framed as this kind of, you know, oh, well, you know, older people are just associated with like, you know, you know, conservatives, you know, um, that they just don't, you know, understand kind of a thing. Um, and you know, the way that this has been talked about, as I said at the start of this podcast episode, has been very, um, shows that there's a lack of compassion and empathy and shows that there's a lack of a dedication to the work by these people that are so-called, <laughs> these people that are so-called leftists, leftist scum, no, um, you know, people who are predominantly liberal and left-leaning. Um, it's been weird to see this militancy, I, I will admit, it's been weird um, you know, there are people in my family that are hesitant towards getting the vaccine. Um, but let me contextualize. My family is made up of immigrants from China, predominantly uh, f- from China. I'm half Chinese. Where else would they fucking be from? Um, from China, you know, um, they there are, they have many valid reasons to, and this is kind of the core of a lot of it, you know, it's this distrust of the government. Um, but like the struggle, the distrust of the government is real child. That was really forced. Um, I just wanted to quote Kennedy, but anyway, um, it's, it's valid. It's very, very valid. Um, because I mean, that's also like a core, um, value that is shared by all of us leftists, 
all of us so-called leftists, um, you know, that's, that's one of the core beliefs of really being, you know, leftist or like anti-capitalist. It's distrusting the government. Um, and so that we have that in common, there's common ground for us to really be able to like empathize with people who are hesitant to get the vaccine because they're coming from the same place as us ultimately. Um, and you know, I definitely, I do believe in helping them, you know, cause I, I am pro the vaccine. Um, I've, I've, I'm fully vaccinated and you know, I, I fully, but I also fully believe that we should meet people who are particularly, you know, older, I guess, more vulnerable people in our communities, in our families, in our communities, we should be meeting them with compassion and empathy um, and patience because these are people who, you know, ultimately the, the government has, you know, I mean, in the conversation of like older immigrants of color, I've seen this conversation be had, I mean, cause it's, it, it, it's not all, but there's a lot of like older immigrants of color. And I think a lot of, you know, especially like first gen, you know, um, a lot of, you know, the, the, I'm a child of, I'm a child of immigrants. I'm a child of an immigrant of color. That's kind of been memed, but like, you know, a lot of us have the experience of like, Oh, our, you know, parents or our older members in our family, uh, do kind of, you know, are hesitant to get the vaccine because they distrust the government. I think that's a very common narrative that a lot of us share. Um, but you know, that, there are so many reasons for older immigrants of color to distrust the government. There is, there are arguably more reasons than just some white twink from Brunswick has to distrust the government. There are way more fucking reasons. Get off your fucking high horse, Billy. Bill, I, I don't know any Billies, but you know, get off your, oh, maybe I do. No, I don't. I, d- I didn't want to like be offensive to any Billies that I know and forget you. But, um, anyway, um, it's, it's, there, there are so many, you know, and we should have empathy, but again, predominantly the, the, the white liberals and the, the white leftists, um, don't actually want to do that work. They just want to sit here, aggressively point their finger at people who, anyone who will not get the vaccine, um, rather than actually, they, they just want someone to villainize. They want someone to villainize. They want the villain. They are the producers of RuPaul's Drag Race and they have Fifi O'Hara right in front of them and they're ready to fucking villainize the shit out of Fifi. Ready. Even on All Stars 2 when she was actually really nice. Um, you know, it's, it's so, and it, the onus has been placed on, you know, people, people like me and people like, you know, people who are the children of immigrants of color for the children of immigrants of color, um, you know, to really actually put in the fucking work. Cause all of y'all bitches are just fucking, yeah. All of y'all are fucking off clubbing and at music festivals, you know, when you're not, when you're not pointing the finger at people who don't want to get the vaccine, it's fucking, it's, uh, mind. It's, uh, and this is ultimately the crux that I'm getting to, but hold on. I think I have another point that I want to say. Um, do I? Yes, there is. Because they're also, also, if you have been paying attention, which a lot of these white liberals have not, but if you've been paying attention, there's been a rise, there's been a rise, darling, there's been a rise in right-wing propaganda in, you know, local communities that, of course, vulnerable people 
who distrust the government can find themselves believing because, I mean, it resonates with this suffering as people who have been actively oppressed by the government. It makes sense. And all the people who are like, just believe science, don't believe the propaganda. There's a reason why it's called propaganda because it fucking works, you idiots. That's like the whole purpose of... That's that's why it's not just like, oh, it's a lie. That's why we don't call it a lie. We call it fucking propaganda because it's the whole, its whole purpose of it is to turn people who already distrust the government, but instead of, you know, towards something, to happy days, you know, happy days are here again, like leftism, like communism, like socialism. Instead, they're geared towards, you know, right, more right wing. You know, it's, it's, it's so mind numbing because this is like leftist 101, this is leftism 101. How can you call yourself, how can you call yourself a supposed leftist and be, and, you know, have, and not meet these people with empathy, not understand where they're coming from, not having any, sing, not having a single brain cell that comprehends, you know, is able to zoom out and like comprehend the whole arena for all of this. How can you not understand this? It is so aggravating because these people are so passionately like oh anyone who is against the vaccine anyone who says that they are hesitant to get the vaccine anyone who hasn't got the vaccine yet you are shit you are the worst person alive and that is so fucked up that is so fucked up that's absolutely so fucked up because you are not doing any of the work you are not doing any of the work to help these people who are you know when you every time you know someone made a post i believe it was i believe it was my friend gerald um that i know from the daily protests who has been a a godsend during all of this absolutely um like his instagram stories are really great um but you know and who and he he's been the one to educate me on a lot of this too because you know i i'm i'm not perfect and i didn't come into all of this this whole conversation knowing all of this but you know all of these white liberals and white leftists pointing the finger, all of them denouncing people who ha- have qualms about the vaccine, have not gotten it yet. They're talking about, you know, our family members. They're talking about our uncles, our aunties, our grandparents, people who have gone through shit you would never fucking believe, never fucking believe just to survive in this shit country that doesn't even, you know, recognize them as people sometimes, a lot of the times, most of the times. They've gone through shit, and most of it is by fault of the government or by fault of representatives of the government, the police, the army, the what, whatever, whatever, you know. You do not get to sit there and not do any of the work, any of the community work, any of the support to try and help people, you know, understand the vaccines and understand the science behind them. You do not get to sit there and do none of that and then in the same breath be like oh my god if you don't get the vaccine you're like the worst person on earth you're like so the worst person on earth because it's always the fucking annoying valley girl bitches isn't it it's always the fucking annoying valley girl bitches i it is so annoying it's just the biggest double whammy is seeing these people who for months relentlessly shamed people who were hesitant to get the vaccine and gave not a single productive thought towards helping them change their mind or, you know, putting forward great resources or support or whatever. Now, these because these, these are the same people who now 
almost completely stop wearing masks indoors and in crowds and stop social distancing, stop using hand sand and stop all the things that with the, with the vaccine provide such a strong resistance to COVID, such a strong resistance, such a great resistance, the best resistance, the best resistance to COVID. It's so good. It's so good. It's, it's almost flawless, you know, but the, the, the vaccine will itself will not save you. The vaccine itself will not save you. It can reduce your experience. It can reduce the harshness of it. It can reduce, you know, but it will, it's the vaccine itself is not a one stop, one fits, one size fits all, you know, COVID safety measure. It is one tool to have in your toolkit that with wearing masks, with social distancing, with washing your hands and hand sand and, you know, washing your clothes after you've just been out and not going to, you know, as I, as I said, you know, people are going to like restaurants, then clubs, then bars, then they're, you know, fucking going to a movie theater. It's all in one go. It's insane. How are you, how are you people not dead yet is kind of what I'm thinking. That's very harsh and very mean. And part of me wants to retract that statement. But how are you people not fucking dead yet? It's so... I, I'm i so mad. I'm so mad. You know. Because, again, disabled people are trusting you to keep them alive. And you have fumbled it. You have been fumbling it and you have fumbled it. It... It's not just a matter of, oh, okay, I'll just be a bit sick for a bit, for a week or so. Um, it's, you know, even if it is that, because, you know, the symptoms could be worse, way worse, you could get long COVID. You don't know what's going to happen to you if you get COVID. But even if it is just a bit of a, you know, just a bit sick for a bit, you also could have contaminated other people who might not get off as lucky as you. You probably will. You likely will if you're going to, like, a restaurant, then a bar, then a club. Three nights a week. So, yeah, that's that's all I have to say on that. I I could say more, but I, I've, I've really drilled this point, to, drilled what I have to say to death. I think that empathy and patience... And compassion and understanding go a long way. There are people that you can point the finger to. The government. Nazis. People who are, you know, really trying to manipulate people and force them propaganda and really try to, you know... You know, there are people that you can point the finger to, but I've seen where you've been, I've seen what you're doing, and you have no right to point the finger not with your track record of where you've been, not with, not of, not with everything that you're doing, all of the COVID protocols that you're not taking. I, I am keeping note of what, how y'all are behaving during this. And I know that if, if we do get to the zombie apocalypse, I'm throwing you to the fucking zombies, bitch, because I cannot trust you. I cannot trust you. I'll rip off your arm myself and then eat it and, become like my own Seb zombie. Um, that's a joke, but I genuinely, genuinely dislike you. I genuinely dislike you. I think that you are one of the worst, your actions and what you've said, I think it's horrible, 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 horrible. 
if you think that I was fucking mad about Shrek 2, bitch. Uh, I, 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 I genuinely, I, I've said this, but I will repeat it. Genuinely so mad, so angry. And I will continue to continue to be. Um, it's not a cute look for you to be, you know, for us to be in our biggest COVID surge and you posting to your Instagram pictures of you maskless with f- with five, ten friends maskless at a music festival with hundreds, almost thousands of people. It's it's not a cute look for you at all. Um, and a Scorpio moon never forgets. A Scorpio moon never forgets. But I also have ADHD, so I might forget. I might forget, but... I I would have known that I would have unfollowed you for a reason. So anyway, um, anyway, if you would like to know my opinion on something that isn't COVID vaccines and hesitancy and whatever, you can leave a voice message. You can leave a voice message. How sexy would that be if you left a voice message? Or, I mean, you can leave a voice message on this topic too. Um, and I can play it at the start of my next episode and respond to it. If you just have an opinion that you would like to share, um, but yeah, that, that's, that's available in the description, podcast episode description. Um, or you can just message me on Instagram, but otherwise I hope everyone who is not out partying and clubbing and going, going to music festivals, I hope you have a great week. You're on an, you are an angel. The truly the collective strength of our spirit is, it does not go unnoticed. It, we have, you know, we have we have sacrificed a lot. We have, you know, not lived our lives for two years, and it's very hard. Um, and as I've you know throughout all this podcast, there have been many reasons to dislike humanity. <laughs> there, have, there have been many reasons to have the takeaway be, oh, you know, humanity's fucked. But there there have also been so many people around me, so many besties, so many great people who have shown the most courage, the most strength, um, the most resilience. And I know that these are qualities that we should not be. I hate when people are like, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. You're going to, you know, you're strong because of your trauma, whatever. That's fucked. But, you know, I don't subscribe to that. But we have done really, really well. And and we're going to continue to do well. We're going to continue to be safe because gorgeous girls do not go to fucking clubs and get COVID. Gorgeous girls do not do that. God, what do gorgeous girls do? We stay the fuck home. And we're introverted, so we stayed the fuck home before the pandemic too. Okay, so, you know. It's it's not... Also, it's not subversive. Okay, I'm not done. I'm not done. It is not... People who are like... Okay, I will, I will probably get into my whole introverted versus extroverted thing at another point. I mean, it's very similar to my local versus Stan debacle debate thing, but I, extroverts reclaiming hot girls, gorgeous girls do this, I think is kind of very obnoxious. Um, because you know, y'all are the people going to clubs, going to parties, drinking a lot, you know, y'all are already, you're, y'all are the mainstream, you know, it is actually subversive to say that people who just stay at home all day and imagine and daydream and draw and, you know, 
spend their life in their bedroom. I think that that is very subvert. That is way more subversive. Um, and so the statement is way more true because it's not mainstream by the laws of physics. So, um, yeah, you cannot uh, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Um, gorgeous girls rot in their bedroom. That is that on that period poo. Anyway. Um, so yeah, yeah. Again, if you have any thoughts on this, I mean, you can leave a voice message, but also my thoughts are the best thoughts on this. So you're probably, you're probably not going to beat mine. You're probably not going to beat mine, but, um, anyway, I hope you have a great week and remember that I am amazing. Amazing.